0: September 26, 2023, marked seven years since the disappearance of a young black woman. On this tragic anniversary, the young woman's mother stood in front of a crowd of people and said something very bold. It turns out that for months, the police have kept the identity of a person of interest, a secret. They claimed that they were so uncertain of his involvement in the case that they didn't want the public to know who he was. That wasn't enough for this mother. She knew that this man was one of the last to see her alive. She knew that this man had gone to jail for hurting young black women before. She even spoke to the man, and she knew that he was lying about what happened to her daughter that night. Without the help of the police, she decided to take matters into her own hands. This is the story of Quiche Jacobs. connection between Tony Jacobs and her two children, Devon and Kishay, was so profound that one had to experience it to truly grasp its depth. To an outsider, the trio might easily be mistaken for a tight-knit group of friends, given the unquestionable strength of their bond. Devon, born on July 29, 1991, and Kishay, born on August 6th, 1995, Formed a close family unit with their single mother in Richmond, Virginia. While single motherhood brought them even closer, it also fueled Tony's determination. Juggling various customer service jobs, Tony ensured financial stability for her family, creating an environment that was both secure and comfortable. Amidst their responsibilities, Tony made sure there was room for leisure, often treating her children to trips to their favorite amusement park. King's Dominion. Tony's commitment reached beyond her immediate family. She actively involved their extended family in the children's lives. Regular visits to relatives on the coast became a cherished part of their routine, fostering a sense of connection and community. And despite the significant age difference between them, Quiche and Devon shared an exceptionally close sibling bond that fascinated everyone their relationship was distinctive and went beyond the typical dynamics found in most sibling connections. As time inevitably marched on, Tony's children couldn't escape the march of time. Devon, upon graduating from high school, made the choice to remain in Richmond and stay close to his mother and sister. Quiche embarked on her high school journey, where her vibrant personality quickly earned her popularity. Joining the cheerleading squad was a natural fit for her, and under Tony's coaching, she not only made the team, but effortlessly kept pace with her teammates. Throughout Quiche's high school years, she regularly confided in Tony about the various teenage dramas, particularly those involving boys. Tony was always attentive and listened to her daughter's stories. Despite Quiche's inherently bright personality, her trusting nature occasionally led her into problematic situations a flaw that Tony was keenly aware of. After graduating from high school, Kishé followed in her brother's footsteps and opted to stay in Richmond with her family while she contemplated her future. In the ensuing years, she explored various jobs to find her path, but it was her job working at a daycare that stood out from the rest. Quiche's inherently nurturing personality found fulfillment in caring for children, a role she genuinely loved. The future appeared promising for Quiche, Devon, and Tony. But one instance would set the tone for a series of unfortunate events to follow. In 2016, Devon found himself arrested and incarcerated, a situation that forcibly separated him from his family. The news dealt a devastating blow to Quiche, as her brother and best friend would now be absent from her life for months. The day of Devon's release eventually came bringing immense joy to Quiche, who eagerly anticipated reuniting with her brother. According to Tony, Devin was resolute about never returning to jail, fueled by a singular motivation. He didn't want to inflict further pain on his little sister. However, the family was unaware that more challenges lay ahead, and Tony would have to face tragedies that no mother should ever have to endure. It all occurred on one autumn night on September 26th, 2016. Quiche had made plans to spend the night over at her friend's house in Richmond, Virginia. She left her home at around 11 p.m. that Monday night. Her mother had given her strict instructions to send her a text when she arrived at her friend's house so that she knew Quiche had made it safely. Quiche did just that at 11.41 p.m. She concluded her text by telling her mother that she loved her and would see her the following morning. Tony proceeded with the rest of the night, having no idea the importance of that text message. It would be the last time that she ever heard from her daughter. Tragically, Quiche never returned home the next day, and she hasn't been seen since. Tony, who was very close with her daughter, was expecting to hear from her early the next morning. She immediately knew that something wasn't right when a text or phone call never came. Her older brother was feeling the same way. Devon expected to hear from Quiche because they had plans to cook breakfast together that Tuesday morning. When he didn't hear a word from his sister, he initially thought that she had a late night and was sleeping in. As the hours passed and she still hadn't shown up, Devon began to worry that something horrible had occurred. Despite being worried, Tony still had to go to work. Her concerns grew more and more as time passed without Kishé reaching out to her. Tony says that she and her daughter would text frequently throughout the day, and this absence wasn't like her at all. She called her son and asked if he heard anything from Kishé, and he expressed the same concerns as his mother. Both of them called Quiche multiple times in an attempt to get in contact with her. Sadly, her calls went straight to voicemail. Tony returned home from work that afternoon, and Quiche was still not home. She then got on the phone and called all of Quiche's friends whom she was able to get in contact with. She was asking if anyone had heard from her daughter. None of them did, and they couldn't even give Tony an idea of where she could be. Tony was growing more and more concerned. That night, she got into her car and drove around the neighborhood, looking for her daughter. Unfortunately, her efforts yielded no results. Tony had to go to bed that night, still not knowing where her daughter was. The next morning, she went to the Richmond Police Department and reported Quiche missing. Tony would be met with a reaction that the families of black missing persons have become all too familiar with. The police initially expressed that Quiche's case was not much to worry about. They told Tony that her daughter was an adult and could leave her home for any amount of time that she wanted. Tony was determined to convince them that this absence was out of the ordinary. Right there in the police station, she pulled out her phone and showed the police her text and call logs. They were able to see just how often she and her daughter communicated and how strange this sudden lapse in communication was. Kishe was known to be close to her mother. In fact, after graduating from Richmond High School, she stayed home so that she could remain close to her family. There were even some nights that she would choose to stay home with her family instead of going out with her friends. The night that she'd gone to her friend's house, she almost chose to stay home. That was because she got into an argument with her boyfriend and was very upset. Her mom and brother were the ones who convinced her to go out. After getting home from the police station, Tony was visited by some of Quiche's friends. Initially, her friends said that they had no idea where she went after leaving her friend's house that morning. It turns out that they were covering for her. They informed Tony that Quiche had gone to visit a man who was renting a room in a house on Broad Street in the Church Hill section of Richmond. Quiche's friends never explained why they withheld that information from her mother. Nonetheless, they took Tony to the house where she was dropped off. Tony knocked on the door of the home, and a man opened the door. When she asked the man if he knew Quiche, he admitted that he did know her, but hadn't seen her since 5 p.m., On Monday, Tony says that the man then continuously changed his story. It was clear to Tony that the man was lying to her. She called the police and asked them to come to the house. Oddly, the man called a detective in Richmond who was investigating him for another crime. He personally asked that detective to conduct a walkthrough of his home. Tony found this very strange because that detective would not be someone that is on his side. So why would he want him specifically to search the house? In the end though, nothing was found. The police also took measures to keep the man's name out of the public's knowledge. During the following month, Kishé Jacobs's case would finally see some attention. On October 4th, 2016, a press conference was held to update the public about Quiche's disappearance. The press conference was attended by Tony who addressed the viewers. One day after the press conference, Tony received a phone call. It was from the owner of the house where Quiche's friends said they'd dropped her off. It turns out that the man who answered the door was only living there temporarily. Now that he was gone, the caller invited Tony to search the house. Tony didn't find anything belonging to her daughter, but she did notice some bloody tissues in a trash can. Tony then called the police and asked them to search the house. They conducted a thorough search and even collected some evidence. They've yet to give details about what they have specifically. Their search didn't stop there. The investigators also searched the neighborhood surrounding the stranger's home. They paid special attention to nearby Chimborazo Park due to its proximity to the house where Kishé was last seen. Sadly, their efforts resulted in no information that would give them any clue as to where Quiche could be. And while searching for Quiche, Tony would have to endure another tragic event. On January 8th, 2017, Devon was shot and killed while outside a motel in Richmond. Tony now had one of her kids missing and the other dead in just a matter of months. A man named James Henshaw was identified as the man who shot Devon. He was found pretty quickly, and he admitted that the shooting happened due to an argument. He pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter and was locked away. It was later determined that Devon's shooting was not connected to his sister's disappearance. By the time it had been six years since Quiche went missing, Tony was ready to do something bold. Although the police never released the name of the man who may have been the last person to see her daughter alive, Tony decided that she was ready to reveal his name to the public. At a press conference, she held up a picture of Otis Lee Tucker. As far as Tony is concerned, Otis is the only person who knows exactly what happened to Quiche. Perhaps his violent past was the reason for that. On September 19th, 2016... He had attacked another woman in the Broad Street house where he was living. The woman survived and notified the police. This occurred just one week before Quiche Jacobs went missing. Otis was charged with abduction, strangulation, and other serious offenses. In February, 2017, he was sentenced to five years in prison after pleading guilty to the charges. Otis was released in 2021 and left Virginia. It wouldn't even be two months before he struck again. He was arrested and charged with second degree murder in the death of Ashley Fowler while he was living in Jacksonville, Florida. In September of 2023, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder. Detectives, however, have never been able to find any evidence that connected him to Quiche's disappearance. For more than seven years, Quiche Jacobs has been missing, yet her memory endures. Tony remains unwavering in her hope that Quiche is still alive. She persists in the battle for her family, a struggle that mirrors the profound bond they shared. She draws strength from memories of happier times, visits to King's Dominion, their favorite ride on the Grizzly Coaster, and joyful moments at the beach. These cherished memories propel Tony to seek justice, not just for her children, but also for herself. To this day, Kishay Jacobs is still missing.